Hey guys, I know it's been a while, so you might have forgotten. Uh, I don't even know if these are still active, but uh, there is a new episode, which means there's uh, old promo codes. So if you go to official.com, that's O-H-F-I-S-H-L dot com, uh, and use promo code TABLEDRAGGER, you'll get 25% off of your first order. And you might ask yourself, what is what will I find at official.com? You will find hats, shirts, bracelets, uh, accessories like the big O pin. Um, if you go back into the into the archives of this show, you can listen to me talk to the homie casual, uh, who is the who is the the CEO of Official Clothing. So check out uh, OHFISHL.com, Official Clothing, live by your own rules. Thank you, the homie casual. Uh, this show is also brought to you by Sleep Terror Clothing. And if you go to sleepterrorclothing.com and use promo code TABLEDRAGGER, you will get 15% off your first order. Uh, if you want, uh, let me get my little piece of paper here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what is Sleep Terror Clothing all about? I mean, first of all, Sleep Terror Clothing, it's right there in the name. Uh, you can get hoodies, shirts, art prints. Uh, they have, uh, John Chow has a new line of clothing, a new line. How would you say that? I guess it's a current, the most current line of clothing that just dropped, uh, recently. You should just go, go to sleep, tear clothing and check it out. Check dude. I'm telling you, use the Leviathan cross beard oil. It is I like I know people say stuff like you get these, these sponsors and it's people that, you know, and you're like, do you actually dude? I really uh, wear official clothing, and I really use uh, Leviathan Cross beard oil. Uh, so check that out. Uh, what is it? Go sleepterrorclothing.com, promo code TABLEDRAGGER. Get 15% off your first order. Sleep Terror Clothing, follow your own path, or see you in your dreams. Uh, thank you, Jonathan Chow. Uh, all right. So that's who brought you the show, and now, without further ado, here is the show. So, it's been a while, huh? Uh, what, seven or eight months now? Maybe eight or nine? I, uh, I am not going to lie. This show is something I've wanted to come back for a while. I don't even know if this is actually the, hey, we're coming back. <clears throat> but I I don't know. I miss doing this, even though I have, I will, listen, to be fully honest, uh, once or twice I may have tried to... Uh, Make a solo episode such as this, um, just to I don't know, just have in the in the reserves so I could let it out at some point. And uh, this is a lot harder than I remember. Like it is definitely one of those things. Well, doing it solo is not something that happens like uh, like riding a bicycle, you know. Hey, uh, so probably a lot of you don't know my name is DJ, uh, or maybe you do. Maybe you're the only ones that know. I don't know how you would find out about me starting with this episode, episode 70. Uh, but if you don't know, uh, the show 
I don't see how you couldn't know. Why? It's so hard. See, the reason people say silly things on podcasts like, so in case you don't know, this is dragging the table. The reason you say that is because when I'm recording it, I'm not looking at my phone going, there's 70 episodes of dragging the table, and here's the next one. Like, I'm just doing it looking at my mountain of Funko Pops. Uh... And, uh, yeah, so this is the show that you downloaded, and whether you have been a long-time hold, holder honor, uh, or someone was like, he's back, check him out, and check out the backlog, uh, this is a weird one to start with, but number one, episode one is a weird one to start with, um, just to reset on what this show is, uh, for a long time, it was just me trying to get better at speaking solo in a solo capacity because I figured it would make me a better podcaster overall. My name is DJ. Did I say that? My name is DJ. This is Dragging the Table. The main podcast I do is called The Untrained Eye. I do that with my wife, Beth. I love her very much, and I love that show very much. And this was always meant to be an extension of that show in the sense that I wanted to be better here so that I could be even better on uh, the show that I do with my wife, um, because I figure if I can speak a little more clearly um, and get my point across in a solo way, then maybe I can do that a little better when I'm talking to people, <clears throat> which the math doesn't exactly check out on that. Although when I did do solo episodes on this on this here show before, I tried to keep them uh, 30 minutes or less, and I was pretty good about that for the most part. Um talked about a lot of stuff. There is some interesting solo ones in there. There's one in particular that, uh, I don't know the name of it, but <clears throat> anyway, um, there was one in particular that I was like, uh, talking stuff out does get you somewhere. Um, but you know, like I said, it's been a long time and, uh, I have some free time right now where I'm like at home alone, which doesn't really happen anymore. Like, and that is, to me, that is the best way to record a solo thing. Like when someone's out in the other room, I've tried to do it when my wife is in the other room, like watching TV or looking at her phone or something. And I got to tell you, the hardest thing to me is uh, speaking like this when there's someone else in earshot of you, because it's not like I'm going to talk smack about them, but it's all like, it feels silly. Like if you've never done it, try it. It feels real silly. Like no matter what way you do it, if you're in your car, if you do it at your house, whatever it is, like you're going to feel like a goofy person. Cause you're like, what am I doing? Cause that's the thing. And with the podcast I do with my wife or the podcast that I, it, this show started to morph into, uh, was you just have someone else to bounce off of. And when you're looking at nothing, I don't know, maybe I should get like, uh, like right in my eye line. Maybe I should get, you know, I don't know, pictures of famous people to look at. And I can be like, there's, there's who's someone, an inspirational speaker. There's, Rush Limbaugh, the greatest man who ever lived. Uh, and if you think that's true, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, by the way, I do think Rush Limbaugh was a great speaker. I don't care what anybody says. I already did a show about this. I think it was called Mega Dittos. Right after Rush Limbaugh died, <clears throat> politics aside, Rush Limbaugh, great speaker. It's so, again, like, it's stuff like that. Like, guys like him... Uh, any, anyone that does something like that, like a radio show where they speak for a long time, uh, and it's just them for the most part, I am very envious of that. Like a lot of people, 
uh, have told me to, um, over the years, have recommended the Bill Burr Monday Morning Podcast. And two things. One, I can't, I, it's so hard to listen to someone talk about sports. Like, I just, I don't hate sports, but I just don't care. And it takes a real special human person to speak on sports in a way that is uh, engaging to me. And so far, the only person that I've ever heard talk about sports in a way that I was like, I would listen to more of this, is Cash Levy. He's a comedian, so it makes sense. Um, why was I saying that? Um, see, and that's it. You get lost in your thought. Oh, yeah, that was another one. Uh, so Bill Burr was someone, but I... It, it, I don't listen to him for the same reason that I ended up having to stop listening to Chris D'Elia or his podcast. Uh, not because he was canceled. I stopped listening to him long ago because like I would just I would just pick ones here and there it's because I don't know, like I he and I had a similar sense of humor. Not to say I was ever as funny as that guy was, but I I I had a lot of parallel thoughts to him all the time, and I just, listening to him would just heighten that by a million, and I, I no one noticed, but I noticed, and I hated it. Uh, I hated saying things that I thought were derivative of someone who was already established and funny. Uh, not that I'm trying to be funny here, uh, but I am trying to be my own thing, and I don't want, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if anyone cares other than me, but I just didn't want people to be like, oh, it's like a... It's like another Chris D'Elia show. Oh, congratulations. You should call it thank you or something. Like, no, I don't, I just don't want that. Not because I didn't like him at the time or anything like that. I just, uh, I don't know, I like being my own thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's a, there's been so much. I mean, <laughs> since, since the last episode, I can't remember what the last episode was. I thought about looking at it before or even listening to it before I recorded this but everything lined up so perfectly that I was like you know what I think I'm just gonna see what happens um and whether this again I hope this becomes a regular thing I what I really hope is that I can get back to talking to people again because I like this uh I don't even know what this is this is probably a bad solo one but uh who cares right uh but I really did like talking to people like I really that was that was my favorite thing that came out of this show that has started to bloom in our other show too, uh, The Untrained Eye. Like we started to have people on doing trivia, and uh, hopefully that will turn into like us getting more comfortable with having someone on for the whole show, and you know, because we don't have whatever. So that show is that show. Check it out. There's a link to it in the description. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know if I've ever really talked about it, and uh, I don't know if I should talk about it, but I don't care. Like, I, again, this show may never see the light of day, so, uh, I, I, it's been a long time since I have, I'm 38 years old, it's been a long time since I have, uh, hmm, saying strive for something is the wrong way of saying it, but like, aspired to something other than what I was, you know, like I, I, uh, you know, you always try and I, or I imagine most people always try and like advance in their jobs, try and get to the next place, do the next thing. Um, but I have found myself in, 
in a place where uh, if I got, so I work for a pool company, they build swimming, build and maintain swimming pools. Um, and I found myself in a position to where if I got my pool builder's license, which apparently a lot of people did not know that that was a thing, um, that, uh, I might be able to go, go out there on my own and, uh, you know, just kind of do my own thing. Um, and you know, I about, you know, an undisclosed amount of time ago, because it is still embarrassing to me. Um, I started, um, like I started, I started the process of learning. I got the course, I got the books so I could do the stuff to learn the things. And, uh, this is kind of why I didn't want to talk about it because I can't go into full or I just, whatever. Uh, through a series of unfortunate events, I was not able to study straight through um, and just go straight into taking this test. Um, and it all culminated uh, a few weeks ago when I took my licensing test and I took the business portion of the test. It was two separate days. One was a four and a half hour test and one was a six and a half hour test. And I failed them both. And I got to tell you, it's not you have that thing where you have something like I'm driving to take the test, you know, and I'm already seeing the movie in my head, even though I'm like, I know I'm not ready. I'm like, this doesn't happen in these kinds of movies. Like the, 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 the underdog isn't ready, but they, you know, gather up all of their, they steal themselves all the way and they go there and they buckle down and they do the thing and they come out and the person goes, congratulations. Uh, and that's not what happened at all. Like when the lady, like they tell you immediately whether you pass or fail, like they print out a piece of paper and, uh, the lady that printed it out, like they slide it to you upside down and she slid it to me and it was written all over her face. Like, come on lady. Like, can you not, can you not have it written all over your face? Can you, or just be behind a something where I can't see your face and just a piece of paper pops out. And I just grab it, and they go, all right, good luck. Uh, but no, that is not what happened. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Uh, after I failed the first one, I planned on not doing the second one. Like, I was like, I was I was so defeated after failing that first one that I wanted to leave the state. Like, I wanted to send a farewell note to my wife and say, uh, sorry you married a failure, try better next time, uh, and just leave and never come back and just uh, never have to face the embarrassment of... Because I told a lot of people, I'm telling a few more right now, you know what I mean? But I'm saying it now because, I don't know, now that it's happened, um, it's, you know, the sting is still there, okay? Like, if someone, uh, you know... Uh, made fun of me too hard, I might cry. But uh, for the most part, I think I will I will live. Um, I actually, I think part of the reason why I was like, you know what, I am going to do this, this here podcast again, uh, because I just renewed, because my course, the course and the books, the time was about to run out on them. So I just extended them by six more months so that I can uh, hopefully really buckle down. <laughs> no, I thought I was buckling down. Like, that's the thing, too. I have so many notes that I've written. It's uh, it's ungodly. Like, I have never in the history of me uh, doing anything that was, like, study-wise, have I ever put as much effort into studying as I did for this. And I think that was also part of the sting, is I was like... 
you can't like I had everyone around me, you know, close to me that loved me was uh, telling me like, ah, you did great. You know, these things happen and da da da. And like, you know, no one wants to say, you know, hey, man, you know, sometimes you just you're stupid. Uh, But it and I know I'm not, but I know I'm not stupid, but there's nothing like not passing to be like, well, I mean, I say that I'm stupid and you say I'm not, but this piece of paper seems to disagree with you and be more on my side of the more on my side of the fence but uh, it's just it is so defeating like it's just I can't <clears throat> I mean everyone knows everyone has a version of how this feels so I, I couldn't say that there's no possible way you could know um, but god dang it dude like I was I didn't know whether I should cry or scream. Like, whenever I found out, like, that's how... I was so upset, I didn't talk to anyone. Like, straight away, like, I told I told Beth, I texted her, I told her I failed, and that I just didn't want to talk. Uh, and I, <laughs> I didn't take any phone calls for the rest of the day. Uh, a couple people tried to reach out, and I was like, nope, I can't do this right now. Um, but all of that to say... Uh, and then the next day, by the way, <clears throat> here's the funny part. Um, the second test that I took, I felt even less prepared on, but I don't know if it was cause I had more time or because there were less books that were to be studied from. Uh, but I, by the end of that test, I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be one of those things where I knew what I was doing the whole time, man. I think I really got this. I legitimately was like, dude, I think you did it. I think you did it. <clears throat> and then I failed worse than I did the first time, <laughs> or not the first time, but on the other one. Uh, so that was in, that was that was an ultimate good, but man, in the short term, terrible. Um, but like I was saying, I renewed everything for six months. Uh, I am really gonna buckle down as much as possible. Uh, well, oh, that was the other thing. And well, let me finish the thought. I'm gonna buckle down as much as possible, uh, so that the next time I go and do this, that. <clears throat> Would I like to pass it with 100%? Yes. Uh, would any passing grade do for me? Yes. Because the reality is, is that um, whatever gaps in the knowledge that I have at the time, if I don't get a 100% on both courses, like I, I that, this is where I'm really benefiting is that uh, the the people that are willing to mentor me right now will be able to more than fill in those gaps. Um, and that's something that I, you know, have had set up even before I started getting all this in motion. So just the fact that I will have that support system after that, like, do I want to ace it? Of course. But if I don't, like, I will have these people to help me. Uh, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate it very much. Uh, one thing I did learn uh, because I, I passed, oh God, we're getting a little long in the tooth here. Uh, I passed, uh, uh, high school. I passed school. I'll say people say I passed high school, but you passed school. Like once you passed high school, you did it. You did school. It's over. Uh, but I passed school by the skin of my teeth. Like whatever the lowest GPA was, I had to go my senior year. I had to go to night school for the whole year. 
I had to go to summer school, or I basically had to, or that's what it was, because of course, summer school, that doesn't make sense. I had to go to summer school the year before, and then I had to go to night school the whole entire year, so that I could get my grade point average to the minimum for graduating, which wasn't high. Like, I want to say it was a one point something. Uh, So that's how terrible I was. Um, But uh, what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah. So one thing that I never realized, because I was too stupid to know at the time, because I was, you know, an idiot high school person, is that I never learned, whether it was because no one ever taught me or whether it was because I never paid attention, I never learned how to learn anything. I never learned how to study for anything. So my version of studying for this test was like going over the, going over the course, uh, that I paid for as well. And then basically just writing everything down. And I think that helped and hurt because I mean, I knew the things that they told me that I should know, but when it came to taking the test, it didn't really help me to know how to find the things that because they can't give you the verbatim test as a practice, right? Because what's the what are you what are you just practicing to get the the answers right? Um, so I understand that it's you know you're not going to be learning the things that are exactly going to be on the test. But like one thing I did not get from this course, or at least I didn't under I still don't understand how to get from it is how to take the knowledge that they are giving me and then apply it broadly within the space that I need to apply it within. Uh, and I learned that, you know, I learned that over what, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 hours. Uh, I learned that, um, which, you know, is a sucky lesson to learn because it wasn't cheap to get the course and rent the books and take the test and do the stuff and drive to the place and take the days off and do all that. But like the end goal is greater than, uh, you know, all of these things that are happening so that the end goal can happen. So I'm not worried. It's not that I'm not worried about the money, but it's, you know, the money is secondary because the money will come. uh, And that's not some kind of like arrogant statement. Like I will work my fingers to the bone if that is what is necessary uh, to make sure that the money shows up in some way, shape or form. Uh, And not just for this thing, but just for life, Uh, just for the things that need life, the things that you need to make life go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been talking too much. Uh, this is almost 20 minutes of talking and, uh, my God, uh, I know it's been a while, but no one wants to hear any more of this. Um, so I will say for now, uh, this is going to hopefully be the first of, of more episodes that are going to come out. And, but if not, I mean, know that it's always in the works. Like, I always want to be doing more solo stuff. I always am, like, trying to think of people that I could have on or back on the show. I feel like uh, I'm going to have to have people back on first so that if I want some new people to show up, I can be like, hey, I'm doing this again. You're not just going to be the you're not just going to be the dry run to see if I'm actually doing all this again. Uh, and if this is your first episode, uh, what's up? Uh uh, go, go back and listen to the old stuff. I don't know. Did I do a good enough job explaining what this show was, became, and then is now again? I don't know what it is now. It's probably going to be again, just a mix of what it was before. So I don't know. Uh, I feel like I had a sign off. I forgot what it was. Wait, let me think. I said, what did I say? Keep 
<gasps> I do remember. Hey, I almost said it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying subscribed. Uh, there's probably only four or five of you left, but you know what? I'll take it. Uh, I love you. Thank you. Don't forget to keep dragging.